welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day when you're listening. I hope that's not what I say at the start of every podcast, but I really feel like it is. I always want to say, I hope you guys are having a great Monday, but I know not everyone listens to it right when it comes out. Actually, I think primarily most people listen after Monday when it comes out. So whatever day it is, I hope it's a good one. Today's podcast is an episode that I have really prepared a lot for because it's a topic that I've been thinking about lately and quite honestly have felt super motivated ever since the start of the new year. I feel like ever since January, I have been in a much different headspace than I have been in the past and it just feels so nice. I feel very motivated. So I wanted to kind of give advice for those who are trying to find motivation in their own life, trying to find drive in their own life. I tried to make these beyond just surface level things, but some of them are things I talk about a lot like working out and eating healthier, but I'm going to kind of go into those more into depth. But I just wanted to share more on this topic because I feel like I talk about these things in a lot of my episodes, but not really in depth. And I have just been feeling a lot of drive in my life in terms of work, in terms of working out, in terms of my relationships. And I think it's really important to kind of find the things that give you drive. And I think I have a different perspective on this. If you guys want to wait and hear that, because I do think a lot of times when we talk about motivation and drive, it's always in terms of career. And I just don't think that that has to be the primary place where you feel drive in your life. I think it can be in other things. And if you just have your job to make money and then to live, like that is okay too. So I'll talk about that more in a minute. I also want to say that I am going to be talking about working out, fitness, and kind of eating healthy. If those are topics that are going to trigger you in any way, I just wanted to put that out there that those are topics that I'm going to be talking about. Maybe just wait for my next podcast episode or listen to an old one if that is going to do anything to you. For this week's life update, I have a few things I want to talk about. One, I'm recording this on Tuesday and I feel like I really like doing the podcast a lot more when it's something that I record in the beginning of the week. So I'm trying to get these recorded and edited by Tuesday of the week because I think that I just feel a lot more motivated when doing that. But this past weekend, we actually went to Austin. We went to Lake Travis with some of our friends. Our friends live there. And I always say I would never live in Austin. I just like Dallas a lot. Obviously, my family's here. But I think Austin is just a little bit more crowded. But I do like the sense of Austin where there's so much more to do in the outdoors in Austin versus in Dallas. There's just not as much in terms of hiking, in terms of really getting out there. And it's nice because our friends have a boat. So we got to have a really fun weekend and I always talk about these friends because this is actually Aiden's old roommate when he was in college in New York City. There are married friends but then they also have other friends that we've gotten to know that also live in Austin and they're just so fun to be around. They're some of my favorite people because I feel like you can just fully be yourself around them and those are my favorite kind of friends. It's just always such a good time. I feel like we are in similar stages of life so it's just easier to relate to someone else and I just always really love being with them. So it's always really fun getting to go down there. But if you are ever visiting Texas, I would highly recommend going to Lake Travis in Austin because it's just so beautiful. It is such a good like outdoorsy vibe if you're into that. We brought cash too. So it was our first official trip with cash and he did so well. I was really nervous he was going to have an accident in their house or something, but he was so good. He was so happy because they had other two dogs too there. So you got to play with other dogs and was just having such a good time. So even though we kind of had to keep him inside because he isn't fully like vaccinated, can only be around other vaccinated dogs inside. It was so fun getting to go down there. We like had him on the boat with us. We were, we were just docked, but he had a lot of fun. So it was fun getting to bring him down there. We really want him to get used to going on road trips and just being more chill when 
kind of being out of a routine, I think that's really important for dogs to kind of get used to. So we wanted to bring him for that reason. Another thing, the weather here has been so nice. It feels like summer. Today, I think it's 75. But when we were down there, Austin just gets a little bit hotter too. It was in the 80s. It was 85. No, it's 82 today. So it just feels so good. It feels like summer, not in the kind of way where <laughs> summer in Texas is like 90 degrees and super hot and 100 degrees and super hot, but just a nice, normal summer weather. And my mood, and that's kind of what inspired this episode, my mood has been so improved since the weather has changed. I mean, seasonal, I don't want to say depression because I don't have depression and I'm not clinically diagnosed with it, but just feeling a lot more down in the winter time when you're getting less sun is such a thing. And I have just been so happy here. So if you're in a cold climate right now, greater things are coming when it warms up. I just want you to know. I also am really excited because Aiden's birthday is on Friday. By the time you're listening to this episode, it'll have passed, but his birthday is April 16th, and he's going to be 23, which is just so exciting. I have been dating, well, we're married now, but we started dating when we were 18, so it's just crazy every single birthday. I can't believe I've known him for like five years now. It just means the world to me to get to kind of grow up with him and still feel like kids together, but just growing older, making someone stay together being married, all that stuff. He's really into golf right now. And I can also say this because he'll get the present by now, but he's really into golf. So I got him a nice new golf bag. And I think he's going to be really excited because it's like his hobby right now. He's trying to get really good too for the summer so he can go play with my dad and play with other people and just have a nice summer hobby to get into. And my last thing, because if you listened to my last episode, I talked about being obsessed with Diet Coke, which is obviously not the healthiest thing to be obsessed with. But I ordered Olipop for the first time. If you guys don't know what it is, it's like a healthier kind of drink. This was a mimic soda, but they have flavors that are like root beer and vintage cola that tastes like Coke and root beer. But they also have fruity flavors too that I have not tried, but I have tried the two soda ones and oh my goodness guys I did not think they were actually going to be sweet like soda so they are sweetened with stevia and they taste so good they have probiotics in them this isn't an ad I would love for them to sponsor me I think that that would be awesome to have an ad with them because they're truly so good they're a little pricey I think it's like comes out to three dollars a can which is definitely which is definitely steep and I think a little expensive but oh my goodness I'm obsessed with them I can't wait to try all the other ones. If you guys have been on the fence, I use my friend Mikkel's coupon code. She has like a 15% or 20% off coupon for the variety pack. I will put it in the show notes because if you have the money to spare, and you guys know me, I in particular with money, I like to make sure I'm getting my money's worth on things and I really do think they're worth it. So this is a free ad for Olipop (laughs) if you guys want to check them out. I will have them in the show notes. They have been so good. I can't wait to sip on them for the rest of the week. So getting into the meat of the episode, so on the topic of staying motivated, like I mentioned in the beginning, I think that there's so much of an emphasis on finding motivation in your career, especially when you're in your early 20s, mid-20s, and 20s, there's so much focus on career, which I think if that is your jam, that's the thing you're focused on, that is totally okay, but I wish there was more of a dialogue on finding motivation in other realms of your life. It always makes me think of the quote that talks about do you work to live or do you live to work? And I just think it's funny how we always ask people when we meet them, the first question is, you know, what do you do? And it's okay if you want to find motivation in other areas of your life. It's okay if you just do a job that 
isn't particularly riveting, that isn't that exciting, but you do it because you have to make some money somehow and then you go on to the things that you actually enjoy in life. Like that's okay too. I read John Mark Comer's book called Garden City and it talks a lot about this, how as a culture we are just so obsessed with finding all of our identity and our fulfillment and our work. And I definitely find a lot of mine through my work, but if that is not the case, then that's okay. And it's okay if you're doing a job that's just simple and you're finding a sense of purpose in it, but it's not like the grand scheme, the meaning of your life is your career. So I just wanted to put that in there because that's a message I wish I heard when I graduated college. And I also want to say that feeling motivated and finding energy in your life definitely ebbs and flows. There are periods of my life where I feel super motivated. I feel a lot of energy. Specifically, there will be times when I feel really motivated with working out in fitness. And there will be times when I'm feeling really motivated with career. And I think a lot of times you feel motivation when you're getting results in the area that you're seeking. So when my YouTube channel is performing well, I usually find more motivation in work. When I'm seeing results, more tonage in my body. I don't know if tonage is a word, but when I'm feeling more toned, I'm more motivated in my workouts and my fitness. I'm more, I'm more likely to eat healthier or whatever. And I think that that's totally normal and just to put the expectation on yourself of always feeling motivation in every realm of your life is very unrealistic. So I just want to put that from the get-go that that's unrealistic and this episode is not going to help you find that for the rest of your life and all realms of your life. And the last thing I want to say is just if you are generally feeling very low motivation, feeling more depressed in areas of your life, I think that that is a totally different story and I think that it would be so worth it for you to try to seek out some sort of counseling, to try to visit a doctor if that's something that you are interested in seeking, and just kind of getting professional help. I've talked about faithful counseling with you guys on this podcast before. If you're looking for like a faith-based counselor, I think that they're a really great resource. So I will have them in the show notes of this podcast if you guys are interested in. But yeah, I don't think that you should knowingly suffer from depression when you just aren't aware that it is depression. So I always want to put that in there that you can't just work out and make yourself feel a different way when there's literally a chemical imbalance in your mind or you're dealing with things that you need to talk to with a therapist. Fun fact for me, when I was in college, I've talked about how my junior year of college, I suffered from really bad insomnia where I just could not sleep at night. And a lot of the reason why that was happening was because I did not really have the great, I didn't have the greatest environment that year. And so it was just hard for me to get deep quality sleep. But I visited a doctor and got a blood test. And that was when I found out I was extremely low in iron. And I switched from being a vegetarian to eating all foods in moderation and actually eating more red meat than I was used to. And I felt immensely better. So I just want to put that in there that sometimes getting a blood test and figuring out if you're low in a certain vitamin. I again went when I was dealing with some hair loss. I went to the doctor and I found out that I had extremely low ferritin when ferritin's supposed to be, I think, at a level of 50 to 100 or 50 to 200 for women. And mine was like a level 7, which is just crazy. So I got some. IVs, which again is related to iron. My body just has a big issue with iron, which is why I've talked about this in my health episode, talking about kind of my mindset towards fitness. Why I eat meat and actually eat a decent amount of red meat is because of this. And I get a lot of questions when I do any sort of eating video on why I'm not a vegetarian and kind of encouraging me to eat vegetarian, but that just doesn't work for me. I'm really happy it works for other people. I when I was a vegetarian, was eating like 
beans and getting a lot of protein through other sources, but it just did not make me feel as great. So that's just a tangent that I want to go on because because I also talk about in this episode eating healthy in whatever way healthy means for you. And one version of healthy is not someone else's version of healthy. So just want to say that too, but I always recommend going to the doctor and seeing if something is physically wrong if you are feeling too sluggish and always unmotivated. So the first way that I think you can actually find motivation is by actually incorporating rest into your routine. I've been talking about this a lot lately because I recently read The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, which is by John Mark Comer, and it has taught me a lot about actually exercising a Sabbath, actually taking time off, and actually prioritizing rest and giving yourself a break from work. Because a lot of the times when you feel so burnt out and so not motivated, it's because you're going, 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 and you're not taking a break. And it seems counterintuitive when you have a lot to do, like, oh my gosh, I just need to keep going and I'll find that motivation. But truly taking a step back can actually give you the motivation and the drive that you need for your career, your workouts, whatever it may be. I will also have this book linked in the show notes if you guys are interested. I feel like I talk about this book a lot in my podcast, so I'm going to read a section from it, but it says, Your life is the byproduct of your lifestyle. By life, I mean your experience of the human condition, and by lifestyle, I mean the rhythms and routines that make up your day-to-day existence, the way you organize your time, the way you spend your money. There's a saying in business literature that I love. Every system is perfectly designed to get the results it gets. Usually this applies to widgets and the bottom line, but I love it for life as a whole. If the results you're getting are lousy, anxiety at a simmer, mild depression, high levels of stress, chronic emotional burnout, little to no sense of the presence of God, an inability to focus your mind on the things that make your life, etc., then the odds are very good that something about the system that is your life is off. It's often quoted that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But that's exactly what we do. We get a vision of the kind of life that is possible in Jesus. We go to church or read a book or listen to a podcast. We catch a glimpse of the kind of life we ache for, one of emotional health and spiritual life. Our gut immediately says, yes, God, I want that life. We head home from church with all the willpower we can muster and set out to change. But then we go right back to living the exact same lifestyle. And nothing changes. It's the same cycle on repeat. Stress, tiredness, distraction. We feel stuck yet again. And then we wonder, what am I missing? He then goes on to talk about how to actually kind of get out of this rut to actually look at the way that Jesus lived his life. And he says this also in another section. Um, Yet then we read this. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. You would think Jesus would have slept in and gone for a light run and then had a brunch with his disciples. Nothing says post-Sunday recovery like a farmer's scramble. But instead, Jesus was up early and out the door to the quiet place. To clarify, Jesus went to the quiet place for a month and a half, came back to Capernaum for one day of busy activity. Then he headed straight back to the Eremos to pray. Meaning, the quiet place wasn't a one-time thing. It was an ongoing part of his life rhythm. I genuinely think that incorporating a sense of quiet into your weekly routine is so important. If you guys have noticed, if you guys follow me on Instagram, I've talked about this on YouTube too. But I started doing once a week actually going off Instagram. So you can do once a week going off whatever social media you find you're kind of most addicted to or that drains you the most. For me, it's Instagram. I love it. It's my job. I love communicating with people. I love kind of sharing content. But it is something where I do feel this 
kind of urge to overshare and share every aspect of my life. I feel like I need to constantly be keeping up with trends. I need to be searching reels, seeing what's popular. And it is so draining to live your life enslaved to your phone. And I think that it has just helped me so much by taking a day off every week and just not engaging. And I genuinely feel like on Monday when I come back or Sunday, I have been doing it every Sunday so far, but I kind of want to start doing it either on Saturday or Sunday. I feel so much more motivated to share and post and it's been really good for me. So I'd highly recommend just taking a day of rest and whatever rest means for you, whether that means not working, whether that means getting outside, taking a day off is really helpful to actually feeling motivation. And you guys also know working out is a huge part of my routine. I only talk about it so much because I genuinely think it has been one of the best things for me, if you guys want to hear more about my whole fitness routine, I have a whole episode on that, how I got into working out when I was in high school, why I think I didn't have a very healthy relationship with it then, and why and how I got to the place that I'm at today. And so I genuinely think that cultivating a workout routine specifically in the morning has given me so much more drive in my life. I used to be a big workout at night person, but Ever since we got married, I started working out in the morning and I feel so motivated with working from home. It's like the best way to start my day. I found Sydney Cummings. You guys know I have a whole episode with her too. She does strength and HIIT workouts and cardio workouts and she is just so great. I used to always just do cardio, but incorporating strength workouts into my routine has been so beneficial. Now I work out five days a week. I run every other day, so I will either run three or four miles or I will run a mile, walk a fourth of a mile, run a mile, walk a fourth of a mile until I run four miles. That's kind of my routine right now. And then the other two days of the week, I will do some sort of strength workout or the other three days. It depends on how the week lines up. I will do some sort of strength and conditioning workout from Cindy Cummings and that has been so good for me. And that's because there's actual science to it and how working out actually benefits your body. I think everyone knows that endorphins are good for the body. They make you feel really good, but specifically in the morning, I find when I work out in the morning, I actually make much better food choices throughout the day. I don't just snack on things that aren't actually going to energize me and fulfill me, and I actually think I'm more hungry when I work out in the morning, which is good because then I'm eating properly to give myself energy throughout the day as well. And quite honestly, I've heard so much of people wanting to work out, but they just haven't started. And I genuinely think that it's so much mind over matter. There are so many days where I don't feel like working out or I don't want to go down there, but this is the area of my life I think I have the most discipline because I crave the feeling that I get after I work out. I crave the feeling of having those endorphins, having a red face, feeling like I am just really ready for the day. I've exerted some energy. It is just so good for me. And I think you only crave that feeling when it becomes a discipline. So it's honestly just one of those things that you do have to push yourself and you'll start to like it, especially if it's a workout that you actually enjoy. You have to find what you like. I I'm not going to spin classes every day because that's not the kind of workout that I like. While I think it is good to try new things and to try to kind of push yourself in new ways, I do think it's helpful to actually find things that you like. So I love running. I know it would probably be more beneficial for me if I did more weight training, but I love the way that running makes me feel. I love the way that it helps my mental health, and so I keep doing it. 
because I like it. And the next one is just eating healthier. So I talked about how working out in the morning actually does help me make better food decisions throughout the day. But like I touched on at the beginning as well, I really have noticed a difference by incorporating protein into my diet. And for me, I feel just a lot more satiated. I feel a lot more energy. I don't feel as tired when I do have the amount of protein that my body needs. But all this to say that it just depends on you. I think you have to know what your version of healthy is. When I'm having lots of greens, also lots of protein, and honestly just food that I like that's tasty, that tastes good, but isn't super fried, that just makes me feel best. Another thing I try not to do is drink coffee after 2 p.m. I started doing this when I started dealing with insomnia back in college and it's been a game changer for me where if I need some sort of afternoon kind of kick, I will make sure to drink, like I talked about Olipop in the beginning of this episode, they actually have a tiny bit of caffeine so it's nice, I'll just drink one of those and just try to get my caffeine elsewhere because I definitely feel less motivated and I feel more like I'm going to crash if I'm having coffee in the afternoon. And since working from home, I have actually kind of shifted to making more at-home lunches, so things that I can just have in the fridge that are ready for me to eat. Since I am not likely going to cook myself a gourmet meal when I'm actually hungry, so I try to kind of pre-make things, whether that be chicken salad, it's one of my favorite things to have in the fridge, whether that just be leftovers that we have for dinner, just having kind of pre-made things that are healthier to eat. I have been talking about Sammy Clark as well here on YouTube. I love her videos if you need any kind of meal prep ideas. She shares a lot of kind of healthier options that you can just have in your fridge that I really like. So I've been following her and just kind of coming up with some new options to have in the fridge. Another way that I find motivation is just simply trying new things. This is specifically in my work as a content creator. It is so easy to think that I know what's going to perform well, that I know what people like, and just kind of get stagnant in that. And I think this is what happened to me October, November, and December. I was doing just a lot of vlogs and not really trying new videos versus when I was trying just a lot of new content back, I would say in like 2019 or 2018, I was trying so many different videos. This is when my channel grew the most and I think it's easy when you post something new and it flops to think, oh my gosh, I'm just only going to post what I think people like. But in January, I kind of started posting different videos in terms of talking more about slow living, relationships, living simply, things that I really value in my own life, but I had never really done dedicated videos on. And I found that people really liked those and that helped grow my channel. I got more subscribers from that. And just on a practical sense, when you're actually finding results doing something, it's so much easier to find motivation. And so that is something that I've been doing, just trying to keep up with my channel and post one sit-down video or kind of new video a week, and then also one vlog-style video a week. And then I think even with hobbies, that's another way to do it. We, as I've been talking about, have been playing golf recently. My dad's a golfer, Aiden's been golfing with him, and we have just been doing top golf and kind of doing different dates where we're actually physically doing something it's been really fun just to try something new and I feel like our date nights are a lot more fun we're actually really enjoying them when we are actually trying something new and golf has just been kind of like a fun new hobby to have one of the biggest ways that I find motivation and just more like productive motivation is having a clean space 
I talk about this all the time on my YouTube channel. I've done videos on it, but having like an actual clean space is so important for me. I am a very clean person. Basically every morning from I would say eight to nine in the morning, I clean up. So I'll pick up things. I'll unload, I'll unload the dishwasher, pick up clothes, put in laundry if we have laundry to do, and just really try to actually keep the space clean. I'll light candles, which I know is like a really simple thing or diffuse some oils, but when you actually like the environment you are in, especially if you're working from home, it is so much easier to actually be productive. I think for me too, I would always see all of these kind of like trending, I would say interior design pictures of houses that were really neutral, but incorporating color into our home has been really inspiring for me. I find that I'm a lot more motivated when I actually see bright colors now that it's springtime and the trees are blooming. Looking out our window and just seeing green trees is so helpful and it's such a simple thing but it really makes a difference. So kind of finding the type of environment that you find that you're most motivated by and obviously I know some people work from home, some people don't have the ability to change their environment but even if you could just make small changes incorporating more live plants, simple things to actually like where you're living and to feel more inspired when you're in there. One of the biggest things as well is just getting outside more. Something that I've been more conscientious or cautious of. I never know what the word is. It's conscientious or cautious or conscious of is getting more vitamin D and being outside. And I think this is a big reason why we had so much fun in Austin. It really does a toll on your soul when you are not spending enough time outside. The sun is so good for us. Obviously, I know you should wear sunscreen and protect yourself, but vitamin D is so important. This is from the Beat News Source, and it says that researchers suggest about 10 to 30 minutes of sun exposure daily to meet your vitamin D needs. Vitamin D supports immunity. It helps with depression, and it has just been so beneficial. Like I said, talking about how it feels more like summer here, we've been getting outside more. It makes me feel so much better when I'm actually getting out and spending time outdoors. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why I love having a dog now is because that we just bring him out more. I can't wait till he can go on full walks. We're just going to have so much fun walking him around, taking him everywhere. But it just does so much good for your soul. So if you can try working outside, if you work from home, if you can just try to working out, Working out outside, whatever it may be, making sure that you get enough vitamin D, it really does make you feel more motivated. And romanticize your life. This is something I have focused on a lot in the new year as well, is just making sure that you actually enjoy all the small parts of your life. And it's okay if those small things are the things that you're really living for. I love the small things throughout my daily routine. I love tidying up in the morning. I love making my morning coffee. I love doing my workout. I love getting to go on a date with Aiden, even if that's just going for a drive. Like all these simple things, romanticizing them and making sure that you're loving all these small parts of your life really does go so far. And I have this quote and I have no idea who wrote this quote. I found this off of Pinterest because sometimes, again, when I'm lacking motivation, I'll just go on Pinterest and kind of search for quotes. I'll put together some pins. But this says, if you start living for the smallest reasons, that's when you know you're really living. The smell of rain after a thunderstorm, the shades of pavements when it's autumn, the harvest season and the unspoken competition to pick the freshest tomatoes, the mediocre midnights and the color of sunsets, the smell of bake shops early in the morning, the frosty breeze of the fast approaching winter, the warmth of oven when baking Christmas cookies, the thickness of paper when flipping through magazine pages, the smell of new books and new clothes and new things, 
When you start looking at things, really, really looking, you'll start living because then you'll understand how it is to really be a human in this world full of people. And I think that that quote is just really sweet and really simple, but it really just just go to show that all those small moments really do make up your life and they're really important. So just appreciating them and not taking them for granted and really enjoying them can really go far in the long run. This one is really simple and for me it's in the form of trips but it can be in form of other things too but that's just having things to look forward to. I feel a lot more motivated in my like mundane everyday really boring work When I have things to look forward to, so for us, we're visiting Rhode Island in June to visit Eden's family. We're going on a family vacation in June with my family to drive to Florida. And my brother Derek is also having a baby in New York City with his wife Avery. So we are definitely trying to make a trip out there to see them, to see the baby. And it's just nice having all these things to look forward to. But again, it doesn't have to be trips. It can be going on a date with yourself. It can be going on a date with your significant other. It could be seeing a friend. Like it doesn't have to be this big extravagant thing. But when you have things to look forward to that aren't part of your daily everyday routine, it does make it a lot easier to actually find motivation in your work and to find kind of a reason to finish and do everything well when you have those things to look forward to. And I did also touch on this one kind of at the beginning, but knowing that not every day you're going to feel motivated You can feel really down and really bad about yourself when you feel guilty for not feeling motivated, but it's okay if some days you don't. If you're just trying to get through the day, it always makes me think of this quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It says, he said, write it on your heart that every day is the best day in the year. He is rich who owns the day and no one owns the day who allows it to be invaded with fret and anxiety. Finish every day and be done with it. You have done what you could. Some blunders and absurdities no doubt crept in. Forget them as soon as you can. Tomorrow is a new day. Begin it well and serenely with too high a spirit to be cumbered with your old nonsense. This new day is too dear with its hope and invitations to waste a moment on the yesterdays. And I think that's so true. When you have a day of just feeling unmotivated, honestly, the best feeling is when that day is just over. So let it be done. Let it be a thing of the past and don't dwell on it and try to start the next day with more motivation. I think that that's just a good thing to remember because there are days when I just don't feel 100% and that's okay because mama said there would be days like this. And even if it's months like this, I think sometimes you're in just a period of low points are totally normal and I think we should normalize that and just the fact that not every day you're going to feel 100%. And then just on a practical sense, I think you can follow people online who make you feel motivated. I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably into Instagram, social media, following content creators. And so I wanted to share a few people who make me feel really motivated But this was also something I started to do in January was just kind of steer clear away from people who I find myself watching people who just didn't make me feel super great, who made me feel more just sad and not really motivated when I watch their content. And so these people I really love. One, Cindy Cummings, you guys know. I love her. I love her workouts, but I also just love her personal Instagram. She shares kind of motivational fitness stuff, if that's your thing. I also love Sammy Clark, who I talked about. She also has workouts, but she also kind of helps with finding healthy meal plans. She also just shares kind of motivating stuff on her page. I also love Half-Baked Harvest. This is more so because sometimes I get in recipe ruts where I just don't know what to make 
or I feel like I'm making the same old, same old, and I just kind of want to get out of my meal rut. And so I love watching her stories of just cooking new recipes. They're really motivating for me. And then I also love JC Marie Smith. She's just kind of a normal influencer I follow, but she also posts a lot of motivating content. Her content is very visually pretty too to watch. And she's just real. I like watching YouTubers, especially like Julia Havens, if you guys know Julia. I love watching YouTubers who are just real. And I find that that's really motivating when I'm not watching someone who's putting up a facade. And I feel that a lot with JC too. So I love her content. If you're looking for any new influencers or people to follow, I love all them. And I'll have them all in the show notes of this episode. And also just to surround yourself with people who are like-minded with you. I totally agree with the quote that says that you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. I genuinely believe this because people rub off on me so easily. And I remember in high school, I was friends with a lot of people. I just felt really gossiped a lot and made me gossip more. And I was a part of the problem because I was gossiping. I'm not just blaming it on them. But I think that it's so easy to be friends with people and spend time with people who you actually don't want to end up like and so I find if you are spending time with people who just genuinely don't make you feel like a better person kind of assess if they are the kind of people that you want to be hanging out with like think do I want to be like this person in the next five years and if you don't I don't think you need to be friends with them I just think that you should be around people who are also motivated not to say that they are 100% successful all the time and they never have bad days that's obviously not what I mean But I do think that it's really helpful when you actually are around people who are enjoying their life, who are succeeding in life, and just having a good time in life. And you can really feel a lot more motivated when you're around people like that as well. I mean, I talk about all the time just having a lot less friends than I used to. I definitely used to have kind of a bigger friend group. But I'm very content with not having as many friends because just on a practical level, I can't invest in as many people as I used to. I have other responsibilities now. I'm married now. And I definitely prioritize quality over quantity when it comes to friendships. And I always get questions about like having a lot of friends and feeling guilty, especially from people who are in high school or college. And honestly, guys, it is so much more worth it to only have the friends that you can keep up with, invest in, and who genuinely are making you a better person. So I wouldn't recommend that you kind of lower your standards to be friends with people who you don't feel like are actually making you a better person and lastly is just to know the why of what you're doing I talked about this I was on a panel with UC Davis their woman in business club and it was so good it was so nice I was on with a couple other influencers and also just people who started businesses and something that a lot of people were talking about was just knowing the why of what you're doing and I think when things get hard you feel unmotivated you feel like you don't have drive sticking to that why and having it written down I literally mean having it in your notes even if that seems cheesy really does help no matter what you're doing if you're trying to pay off debt knowing the why maybe that's to have more financial freedom if you're working every day working a job that's not very great maybe it's just to use your god-given abilities if you are trying to save maybe that's to buy a house just having that why in the back of your mind always accessible for you to go back to is so helpful For me, my faith and my beliefs as a Christian is always the thing that I go back to. I love this quote from C.S. Lewis from Mere Christianity that I wanted to share because I think that it just is always kind of the why in my mind. But it says, 
To have faith in Christ means, of course, trying to do all that he says. There would be no sense in saying you trusted a person if you would not take his advice. Thus, if you have really handed yourself over to him, it must follow that you are trying to obey him, but trying in a new way, a less worried way, not doing these things in order to be saved, but because he has begun to save you already, which that line just always gets me, not hoping to get to heaven as a reward for your actions, but inevitably wanting to act in a certain way because a first faint gleam of heaven is already inside of you. And I love that. I think that You don't act out your faith because you are trying to seek out some reward. It's because your life has been changed and you are trying to live in a way that shows that your life has been changed. And so that is always my why. That's kind of my motivation in life. I know not everyone's a Christian, but whatever your faith may be, whatever your why is, just remember it and try to stick to it. are the ways that I find motivation and drive in my own life. I appreciate you guys so much for listening to this episode and I hope it just kind of inspired you to think of things you can incorporate in your own life to find that drive and motivation yourself. I'm so thankful for my podcast listeners. I just kind of wanted to give a little monologue at the end to say thank you guys so much. I'm so appreciative of the people who listen to this podcast and seeing the number grow and seeing you guys share it in stories and tagging me. It really means a lot to me, and I think that I say that a lot on every podcast, but from the bottom of my heart, I do feel like these are my core viewers, the people who understand me the most, the people who value my content the most, and I just thank you guys so much. It really does mean a lot to me. My podcast has been my baby, and it's just really exciting to see it grow and to have more sponsors and to see it having an impact on people. It's really the biggest blessing for me, and so thank you guys so much for listening. If you feel so inclined to make sure to subscribe you can also write a review if you enjoyed it if you're on apple Podcasts, that does help my podcast and help bump it up and of course if you're listening to this feel free to share on instagram i actually do respond to everybody who tags me in instagram stories if you're listening it's like the one way that i actually see everything or if you've ever sent me a dm related to the podcast you can just comment on one of my photos on my instagram post if i haven't gone back to you and just give me a little gentle reminder And I will get back to you because I really do value you guys. I see my letters in my P.O. box and you guys are just the best and really do feel like friends, even though I call you guys viewers and listeners. So thank you guys for being so supportive. I hope you guys feel motivation and drive in your life this week. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you did, let me know. You can also always DM me if you have any ideas for episodes, things you'd like me to talk more on. I really do value kind of hearing feedback from you guys and seeing what you guys like. If you have guests that you'd like me to interview, whatever it may be, I always do appreciate that too because it helps me give me new ideas and give me my own motivation for my podcast. So hope you guys enjoyed. I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye, friends. (laughs) 